Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. So I want to get into five points as we talk about purpose and passion. The first is a bit of a level set to understand kind of what those terms purpose and passion and things like that even mean. The second is to understand what it is that you actually want. The third is to address the FOMO, the fear of missing out. The fourth is a success mindset. And the last is to understand how to overcome your constraints or your excuses. So the first item I wanted to talk about is to level set against kind of purpose and passion and having things all figured out, right? So it used to be in my parents' generation and my grandparents' generation that you did one thing for your entire life. You were a doctor, lawyer, accountant, engineer, and you did that all the way until you were 65 or whenever retirement is for your country. And you did that and you had this kind of one singular vision. Now, today's day and age is a little bit different where it's actually more of an anomaly to find someone who is a lifer, someone who has been in a company forever, right? I take myself as an example where I started in a technical career path. So I was computer science and I was coding. And then I moved into a business career path doing management consulting, and I'm in education. And one of the challenges right now is that you've probably been uh, directed by parents or your society or culture, and now you actually have to uh, go out and figure out what it is that you actually want to do. And for other people, they are doing multiple things at the same time. So with something like the internet, you have the gig economy, where you can freelance and do multiple things at the same time, right? You could be uh, Uber driving in the morning and you could be uh, doing your, your baking business in the afternoon and then you're, you're a YouTube or Twitch sensation in the evenings or whatever it is, right? There's so many different things that the internet and, and technology has given us access to. So just understanding that that purpose and passion might not be this one singular thing. So I just want to level set that it's not necessarily the one thing that you need to have that everybody follows and, and it is the ultimate career path. It could be multiple things and it can change over time, right? So now that we've talked a little bit about level setting, the first question or the second question I'd want you to consider is, what is it that you actually want? Right? No, seriously, what is it that you want? So at this point, you might've been influenced by parents, by society, by your culture to do something, to get a job, go to college, go to university, and land something, get promoted, and you've been working for, call it 10 years, and is this it? Is this everything that I continue doing? Do I do this for another 30 years and just retire and call it quits? Or what are those dreams, those aspirations that you have that you could potentially have still a couple of decades to, to fulfill and do? So what is it that you want? And an exercise that I encourage you to do is what I call the I want list. Very simple, piece of paper, right? I want, and whatever it is you want, I want whatever it is you want. It could be a thing, it could be an experience, it could be a skill, whatever it is that you want. And do it 30 times. I want, I want, I want, I want. For some of you, you can flow c completely, right? No judgment, no filter, no removing anything, just every, anything that comes to your head. The first thing, write it down. Any strangeness, uh, make sure that it gets written down, right? And you can change that or uh, mold that I want list into your retirement memo. And what that is, is the list, uh, and you imagine that you're 65, and your career has turned out pretty much exactly as you'd hoped, exactly as you had imagined. What happened, right? What is that career path? And you could have multiple flavors, multiple versions. I had one where I'm technology focused, right? I'm, I'm down that computer science path. I'm more business focused than the management consulting, education focused, and a whole bunch of other different ones as well. So what is it for you? What are those other different things that you want to go after and consider as part of your career path? 
And the more that you can imagine, the more likely it is to happen, right? The more in detail that you can imagine it, the more likely it's going to happen, right? Allow yourself to actually imagine what it is that you want and really focusing on you, right? Not what other people want for you, but what it is that you want. So take the time to write down what you want and then it's down that path to figuring what you want. The next item is dealing with the FOMO factor, the fear of missing out. So for some of you in that previous exercise, you couldn't pick one. They were all good. They were all amazing options. They were all things that you wanted to do. You had a list of 10, 27 different things that you wanted to do and you couldn't choose. So you go into kind of analysis paralysis where you're thinking that all of them are so amazing that you end up doing nothing, right? So what I encourage you to think about is that you can do it all, just not at the same time. And take the concept of, of the flavor of the month. So if you've ever been to an ice cream store and had a flavor of the month, it might be strawberry or chocolate chip or whatever it is, your flavor of the month could be education, technology, marketing, uh, not-for-profits or whatever it is. You can pick any one. And that is what you're gonna do for the next month. And it doesn't have to be a month. It could be any time period, a quarter, a year, uh, six months, whatever it is. Give yourself some time and essentially invest in it. Take that extra time that you have throughout the day and explore, right? Connect with people, experience and practice of whatever it is so that you actually get to pick one thing that you actually wanna go through. So you're not in the analysis paralysis of too many options, you're picking and moving direct directions. And then once you're done that time period, the month, the quarter, whatever, then you can choose to continue on to the next one. Or if that flavor was an especially tasty one for you, then that can be the next month's flavor as well. Another tool that I found helpful for the FOMO factor and, and figuring out what you want is something that I call the 5221 journaling method, right? And what that is, is taking five minutes a day, writing down in a journal, two minutes on what drained you, those things that, oh my goodness, if I never had to do it again, I'd be a happy person, those types of things. You wanna be as detailed as possible. Who are you with? What were you doing? What are all the details behind it, right? And then two minutes on what energized you, those things, if you've ever been in the state of flow or lost track of time, right? When did you encounter those? And then you want to spend the last minute thinking about how can you minimize the first and maximize the second. And you can't necessarily get rid of all that stuff that, that drains you, right? But you can usually minimize it. And how can you maximize? That's the most important part to maximize the stuff that energizes you and taking that into something that you really want to do. So the next item I wanted you to consider is to adopt a success mindset. Right? So the Wayne Gretzky quote comes to mind where he says, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So those things that you want to give it a shot, even though your life is comfortable, you're doing pretty well for yourself. Well, what if you actually took the time to actually do what it is that you dreamed of? The thing on your want list, the thing on your retirement memo that uh, speaks to you, that calls to you. What if you actually took it? Now, a lot of folks are afraid of the fear of judgment or fear of failure, right? And if you think about it, fear is imagined. It's just something, a construct in your head. Now, danger is real. That's something that you want to be mindful of. So if you're walking down a dark alley uh, and, and someone could jump you, well, that's dangerous. That's something that you want to be uh, fearful of. So understanding that that judgment is actually just a construct in your head, right? And I encourage you to uh, walk through the St. Far model. So this is a mindset model that I've adopted where it starts with uh, stimulus, then goes to a thought, feeling, action, result. Right? So the two outer bounds, the stimulus and the result, um, comes from Viktor Frankl. Right? He is a scientist and educator who was in one of the Nazi concentration camps. And he found that the people who had some purpose in their life, those are the ones that survived and were able to get through it. Right? Uh, in, the, in the middle, the TFA is a thought. So something happens, there's a stimulus, 
there's a thought that, that comes in your head, sometimes automatic, sometimes it's purposeful, uh, usually it's automatic, and then there's a feeling, right? It might be, might be a good feeling, it might be a challenging feeling, it might be uh, a more difficult feeling to handle. And from that place, you do your actions, uh, and then it achieves your result. So if you reverse engineer that, any result that you've ever had is based on a thought, right? So think about that. Anything you've ever achieved is based on a thought. And if you believe that, then you, if you can change those thoughts into ones that serve you in terms of ones that will benefit you, then those are the things that can really help you become successful. So realizing that it's really up to you to manage those thoughts. And if you can adopt that success mindset, then you can move forward and actually achieve all your purpose and passion and your fulfillment. And the last thing that I want to, you to think about is to understand your constraints, right? So are they really constraints or are they just excuses, right? And usually the constraints are, are one of four things. It's lack of time, lack of money, lack of connections, or lack of know-how or experience, right? So if you think of lack of time, well, everyone's busy. But if you look at the most successful people, they're busy too. They just do a lot more with their time. So what I encourage you to do is to adopt some non-negotiable time, half an hour, an hour a day, or maybe a couple hours every week if you like bigger chunks and basically allocate to all the stuff that we talked about, whether it be the I want list, whether it be connecting with people, whether it be whatever it is, sampling and, and trying, get yourself some time to do it. Just half an hour a day can amount to about 180 hours every year, right? That's an extra work month of, of effort and productivity that you could have. If it's money that is a constraint, well, that's probably because you're, you're not creative or resourceful enough, right? Uh, there's a quote that says that uh, people don't fail due to lack of resources, they fail due to lack of resourcefulness, right? So if you take a look at money, well, it can often be interchanged with time, right? So if you don't have the money, it might take a bit longer, you might have to reach out to people, you might have to build connections or whatever it is, and you might have to find a different way to pursue it and do whatever it is that you want to do. Uh, another one is, is connections, right? Well, I don't know anybody in that industry or in that area or in that whatever, right? Well, you won't not you won't know anybody by just sitting there, right? So reach out on things like LinkedIn or get emails or meet meetups or networking events or whatever and connect with people in your area of interest. And then the, the last one is usually know-how, right? And that is often a constraint where uh, I, I, I don't know how to do it. I've never done it before, right? And I find that that's a very silly excuse because if you think about pretty much anything and everything you've done, you've never uh, known how to do it. You've never done it before until you've done it. Right? The first time you walked, you didn't know how to walk, you just did. Right? The first time you went swimming or biking or typing or whatever, you didn't know until you actually did it, until you drove, until you whatever it is. If you want, find some mentors, find people who have done it and ask them for their advice. Read blogs or YouTube or Google or whatever it is. There's so many different resources out there that you could find out exactly what you want. But you, at the end of the day, you probably need to take the time to do that. So that's a quick summary for those who are in your 30s who want to feel like that you have to have things figured out. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.